0: I will never forget how I felt when my teacher assigned a my family tree project on the first day of first grade. While she had good intentions, wanting us to find, explore, and feel proud of our family and their history, for me, it brought to center stage sadness, questions, and doubt rather than pride. As an adoptee, family and family history are not simple matters. To me, I have two families, an adopted family and a hidden, unknown birth family. The assignment to explore my family history and create a family tree augmented my unique family and the unknowns that come with it. The assignment forced me to confront questions about what made a family and to choose between sharing my adopted family history and realizing that in doing that, I was also silencing and disregarding my unknown, yet still important to me, birth family history. And when I did present my family tree, it also meant seeing and allowing my classmates to see its stark contrast to their own much more detailed family trees. In an effort to get another perspective, an important element of social studies instruction that Agarwal identifies, I talked to my parents about their feelings surrounding family tree and family history projects. What do you think about family history projects?
1: Well, uh, historically in our family, family history projects have been sort of problematic because, uh, as you know, uh, you were adopted and so was your sister. So uh, there is uh, almost always issues around those. And uh, if the uh, teacher in the class wasn't particularly tuned in to adoption issues, uh, it could be difficult. Although uh, I'll say in the school district you were in, um, there seemed to be a pretty good
0: understanding that not everybody fit into the same uh, Mm -hmm. same family history mold. How about for yourself? I don't know if you were ever supposed to do one, but if someone assigned you as a student, how would you have felt about that if you had to do one? You
1: know, I I can't remember having been assigned to that as uh, a young student. I'm sure I would have... uh, to find out what I could to put in that to put in that assignment uh, even though uh, our family didn't know all that much I'm the back very far about uh, our family itself. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like family is an important part of your identity?
1: Um, that's an interesting question. The way we were raised, I think uh, it was um, for better or worse um, less so than uh, probably a generation ago. Um, My dad tried to instill some of that family, those, uh, you know, family pride and values into us, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think by the time that we were around, uh, Sort of a rugged individualist idea had taken over mm-hmm. in our society, and family was
0: uh, unfortunately didn't seem to be as important. Do you think it's important for students to explore, share, and understand their family history in school?
1: Um, personally, yeah, I don't um doesn't seem to me like it's something that's a paramount importance in a person's education although i must say if um if it's you know not something that's explored somewhat at home uh, i guess it might be the only opportunity for you know somebody to actually think about some of those things. And then it, it might be more worthwhile but in general i'd probably rather my students time be spent mm-hmm. in uh, other ways
0: okay thank you that's perfect i found hearing my dad's reflections on family history projects and assignments really valuable and interesting i appreciated hearing his perspective as the father of an adoptee both because it supported my own feelings around family history projects but also because it showed how even for students who are not adopted, family history can be unknown and complex. Another element of his reflections that I appreciated was how he outlined some themes I hope to expand on surrounding the role of schools in supporting students' exploration of identity and family history. It is important to note that inherently family history exploration is not bad, and I would not want it to be considered as such. Indeed, it is an important part of anyone's identity, and that is what I argue. Identity exploration is important, but it does not have to be situated in something as personal to students as family, nor should it necessarily be something that is shared with others. What I really appreciate about this particular project, the Critical Family History podcast for our social studies course, was that it did not define family in such limited terms as the family tree project I completed in first grade. Instead, it allowed us the space to take the project where we felt was comfortable. Though I would argue that perhaps a more appropriate title should be reframed to be an identity history podcast, which takes away the somewhat defining word family that can cause a lot of anxiety and stress for particular students. Again, family history history projects are well-intentioned. Often, in fact, they are in line with state standards for social studies. In fact, in Washington state, first grade students are expected to learn about families and their communities. One of the standards that is a part of this theme asks that students create family timelines to show events throughout their family history. While it is not a family tree, per se, this standard does ask that students delve into, explore, and share their family and know its history. I would like to take a critical look at this idea, this standard, and reframe how teachers might create assignments that follow it. I argue that it should be reframed to instead allow for students to explore their identity and important events in their lives rather than situated just within a family structure. This acknowledges adoptees who may not know or be comfortable with sharing family history as well as the experiences and perspectives of students whose family histories may be traumatic or complex. Reframing standards and projects is in line with what Agarwal, author of the book Social Studies Literacy and Social Justice argues for inclusion of multiple perspectives in social studies instruction. By considering there are many ways families are formed, different feelings, experiences, comforts, and ideas about discussing this very personal topic, teachers allow for multiple perspectives of students to feel safe and acknowledged in the classroom. It allows them to see their identity and history as either related to family or situated in other ways that they feel comfortable sharing. Furthermore, I agree with Christine Slater that everyone has roots and our roots inform how we see the world. Yes, everyone has roots, but how do teachers account for these roots when these roots may be unknown or traumatic for their students? My question is, should students have to confront those difficult roots and share them with their teachers and peers? And is it okay for teachers to ask students to engage in this work with those considerations? I think it is important to consider what the line is between challenging students to think about themselves and their place in society and history, while also being cognizant of and recognizing that some of these topics may be triggering and traumatic for students to explore, reflect on, and share. Students should understand themselves as placed within socio-political contexts, but it does not require that they deeply share information about their family and their histories. And another important consideration before doing any kind of identity work, whether it is family based or not, is that teachers must create a classroom community and relationships with their students that are built on trust, understanding, and care. Mary Cowhey, a social justice educator and author of Black Ants and Buddhists, gives me the inspiration for how to do this. She asks teachers to listen to children you know, pursue their burning questions, tell and retell their stories. Teachers must be responsive to what they hear students needing to learn, wanting to learn, and important to learn in their context. She also asks that students and teachers collaborate, that teachers share their own experiences while students share theirs as they feel comfortable. As a teacher, I would like to embody this practice, ensuring my students know about me and I know about them in ways that feel safe and appropriate for both of us. I would also like to... engage students in critical thinking at the same time, but not in ways that will be the detriment to their learning and their experiences. So we've looked at how critical, how family history projects can be problematic, but how do we create projects and assignments in critical thinking for students in ways that are appropriate? Tracy G. Sher in the article, International Adoption Information for Families and Educators provides some guiding principles for teachers to consider, particularly in in regard to adopted students and potential assignments around families and family history. I would argue that these could also be expanded to include students whose family histories are traumatic or complex. She says that teachers should ensure assignments do not single out any child or family as unusual. This is important because there are many different ways families can be formed and many different experiences with family and to single anyone out is unfair and unjust. She also argues that some children may want to share information about adoption or their both cultures, and some do not. And therefore, a child should never be forced either to share or suppress this information. Finally, like Cowie, she emphasizes the importance of communication with parents and families when doing work concerning, concerning identity exploration and family. I would add to her recommendation, that teachers should also seek to reframe standards into explorations of identity and parts of identity students wish to share, rather than limiting identity and family explorations to family. In sum, it is important to encourage students to see themselves in history and engage in critical thinking and understandings. But first, we must ensure they feel safe enough to share their stories. If they are in a space where they do not feel safe, or where they are forced to confront questions and experiences that are triggering, traumatic, or unknown, and we are not doing this justice. For myself and other teachers, I hope we can embrace a model that encompasses cultivating an understanding of students with their experiences and histories, building trust and meaningful relationships with them, creating a safe classroom community that invites students to both explore their multidimensional identities, including if they wish, family, but also expanding beyond it, all while building their critical thinking skills and learning of history, society, and their positionality within it within both as participants and agents of change. Thank you, Kristen and Paul, for allowing me the space to think about this assignment in a critical way. I hope you know that I'm not criticizing this assignment or your work. I've really enjoyed this process of thinking about how I will teach my students and how I will engage them in critical thinking, history, family, and identity work.